This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. I have another great interview to share with you today, and I'm so excited for you to dive into this because it was such an illuminating conversation. So today I had on Teresa Lambert. She is a business strategist and mentor with an impressive hotelier background in luxury hospitality in the number one ski resort in North America, which is Whistler, in case you didn't know that. She creates unique success plans and provides strategic guidance to female entrepreneurs so they can scale to six figures while having the freedom to play. In 2020, she became the best-selling author of her book, Achieve with Grace, A Guide to Elegance and Effectiveness in Intense Workplaces. She's also a speaker and the podcast host of Diaries of a Six-Figure Coach podcast. Teresa has been recognized as a business leader in Whistler's Profiles of Excellence and is being featured in publications such as Hotelier Magazine, Thrive Global, and Authority Magazine. So today's conversation was so tender, it was illuminating, it was raw, it was real. We really dove into the themes of burnout. We talked about her being a manifesting generator. There's just so many golden nuggets, like my heart was just so full by the end of the conversation. And so I'm really excited for you to dive in and to just hear a really authentic conversation about business and life and burnout because this is a very real thing that people and entrepreneurs and women deal with on a daily basis. So let's dive into the conversation and get started. Welcome to the channel, Teresa. I'm so excited to have you here and to jump into this conversation with you. So welcome. Thank you so much. I am so pumped to chat with you again. It was such a joy to have you on my podcast too. And I know this is going to be a juicy conversation. So I'm excited. Oh, so good. I love talking about business and entrepreneurship, especially when I have the privilege of connecting with people from around the world. And just so the listeners know, it's interesting. So Teresa's in Tulum, Mexico right now, but she spent some time in Whistler. And so we were actually in Whistler at the same time, but we just never connected. I was there for a short time. She was there for 16 years. And so it's just so funny how we randomly connected. Well, I guess divinely connected on Instagram and then decided to have these beautiful conversations. So it's just, it just goes to show that the world is a small place. You know what I mean? It is. And you know, ever since I've been traveling again too, I've really recognized that so much more. And I think once you leave a place that you've been a long time and you go out and then you meet people who literally have been maybe a hundred meters from you in the same place and you didn't meet them and then you meet them somehow in a different place and I truly believe that we meet at the exact time we're supposed to because whatever conversation we're going to have is going to open up something for us that we need at this time to help us move forward on our path yes oh it's so good and I love that obviously being nomadic being an entrepreneur is definitely what creates a context for that so I would love if you can share with us how you started your journey in coaching and building your business like I would love to hear that and then you and I know exactly what we're going to get into and the audience will have to stay tuned because it's going to be juicy. oh my god I love this yeah you know my coaching journey actually started when I was still the GM of a luxury boutique hotel in Whistler um I did that for a while and I burnt out surprise surprise and I feel like we're gonna have a conversation about that more and it was really hard for me. Like I had reached a pinnacle of of my career, if you will, in the hospitality industry and achieved something um, at age 29 that a lot of people work for decades for to be at the helm of a operation of a hotel. And so here I was at 29 doing the job by 33. I had scaled the business massively, doubled the size of the team. And I had all the accolades and all the accomplishments and all the results And I internally couldn't connect to it. And I was exhausted. And this was quite a few years ago now. I feel like six-ish, seven years ago even. Time flies. But 
bottom line back then burnout still wasn't as known so I wasn't like oh I must be burned out you know <laughs> like well now I'm like duh of course I was but I didn't see it but it led me down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out what's wrong with me I'm just gonna say like I thought there was something wrong with me um which wasn't a very kind way of looking at myself, but I really felt like I was, you know, letting myself down, letting my job down, letting my relationship down. Like I really felt like I wasn't following through, even though I was creating all these results. And so this burnout journey let me down the rabbit hole to find a health coaching program, which I used to self-help myself out of burnout. And one of the things I recognized as I was sort of healing from it myself was one that I've always had a coaching approach. I just never knew that and that there has got to be a way we can bring in a more sustainable way of working into organizations, especially in the hospitality industry. So my entrepreneurial journey was actually driven from the desire to change the hospitality and hotel landscape, which is prone for people to basically work themselves into the ground um, because of the amount we would work in that industry. Like it's very common that people work seven days a week, 16 hour days, and um, it's just the way it is. And it's very accepted. And so long story short, I bounced back from work burnout. I started coaching leaders in that industry. I was really focused on that. And then I decided, um, that took me nearly three years from the point I became a health coach and then a transformational um, coach really working on like deep belief change changes that I wanted to do my business full time. And so I left my career in hotels, which I was very successful at in January of 2020. And my intention was to be really active in that space, like the hospitality hotel space, and also bring hotel management and hospitality consulting in on the business side. And of course, March 2020, the pandemic happened. Um, I was devastated. So I wrote a book about my journey from bouncing back from burnout, which was really exciting. But I was floundering. I honestly was floundering like 2020 was rough in terms of my business. Like I went in with a clear plan with, you know, nearly two decades of building my network in that industry. And then everybody shut their freaking doors. <laughs> and I was like, what am I going to do? And I remember being on a call with Bill Barron at the time, who was a very um, well-known sales trainer. And I remember him saying to me on a mastermind call, he was like, you know, I would usually not say that to anyone, but you're going to have to change your niche and what you're doing. And I was like, I was in tears. Like, I didn't even know. Like, I was just like, what is going on? Like, I had a plan. Like, I knew how to do this. <laughs> like, I was like, this is not right. And so my journey began to pivoting. And really trying to figure out, you know, what do I want to do? People just assumed I would do business coaching, but I kind of didn't want to do that at the beginning. Maybe it was because I was in business for so long. I was like, no, you know, I, I really want to help people on the burnout piece. But I came full circle and I started to sort of figure out for myself what I was doing that was working in the online space with launches and my business and my setup and that's when people started to come to me and ask me if I can do business coaching <laughs> and or mentoring them on their business because they were seeing what I was doing. And so in, in 2021, early 2021, I really sort of had this like come to Jesus, like talk with myself and moment where I was like, you know what, business and strategy is where it's at for me. Like I've always been a strategic thinker and there's got to be a way that I can teach strategy in a way that actually supports us to have more balance in our lives and to do things differently and it was a push to get my business to to six figures but I built it to six figures in 2021 so I went from $20,000 in sales in 2020 to 100k in sales in 2021 which was a huge jump and then as we head into 2022 things started off with a bang and I sold a bunch of stuff and then I decided to get divorced and dismantle my business and found myself burned out 
And that is how I ultimately ended up in Toulouse. Oh my goodness. It's crazy listening to you share about your experience in Whistler. Like I, I've been going there for, you know, 30 years now because my biological dad lives there and I spent a lot of my teens and early twenties working there. And you're talking about the hospitality industry. And yeah, I remember I was like, I went up, you know, between semesters and university, I was working three jobs, like two different serving, two serving jobs and a banquet job. Sometimes I was doing banquet shit till two o'clock in the morning. Like it was wild. And it's just hearing you talk about how hard people work in the hospitality industry and the burnout and even even Whistler itself like Whistler's such a beautiful place but people they they work so fucking hard and they play so fucking hard like it is the extremes of the hospitality industry because it's literally a tourist town so hearing you share your journey I was just sitting here nodding and just completely resonating because I've I've lived flavors of that throughout the last few decades of my life yeah like it is wild like it is wild like I mean there is also something to be said for you know you work hard to play hard and like that has always resonated with me and I'm certainly like my work ethic is like ridiculous and I can get a lot done you know in a short amount of time but still like the demands of that industry are insane and it was a creative challenge to get myself to figure out how to find more balance within that. And I was really stoked that I was able to do that and sort of help the team figure out more balance. But at times it just was like, I'm sorry, we're going to just have to hunker down and do it. And, and yeah, but you know, even like, you know, I remember doing night audit shifts. This was like more at the beginning of my like career, but you know, you do night audit shifts and then you go, from your shift up the mountain to go snowboarding <laughs> and then you go home and sleep you know like this is the life that people live and then oftentimes I knew of you know a lot of like the people that were working in a hotel would do that they work the night they get up super early in the morning they go up the mountain shred and then they go work their second job and then they come and you know come like take another nap and then start their other shift like so many people work more than one jobs and part of that is too because it's a very expensive place to live but yeah like that's the name of the game like work hard play harder and rest there is not a lot of room for rest yes oh my goodness so just so the listeners know she is a three five manifesting generator in case you didn't know that or pick it up based on the conversation but actually I was just looking at your chart and we talked about this right before we hit record and your your conscious sun is gate 34 right so that shadow side of it is about forcing and it's so funny because today's conversation we obviously are like alluding to the fact that we're talking about burnout and this is like a really big thing that is near and dear that you know Teresa wants to talk about today and I also looked at 34 you have as your core wound in the gene keys and what's interesting about that is I also have 34 in the core wound and your core wound is like your your biggest wounding around aloneness that is here to be your greatest talent that you share with others and how you're of service so it's like there's going to be this natural gift of alchemizing forcing things in life having strength to respond to the correct things because the 34 is in the sacral center, which is all about your sacral energy and responding. And the the highest expression in the gene keys is majesty. So it's so interesting. Like, I love the word majesty because it's like, well, you know, if you, like, I, I always share this analogy of a queen, you know, a queen is not there to force anything. They know what they're doing. They respond to things accordingly and they're just fucking majestic about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's so it's so interesting when you were talking to me about burnout, because I feel that there's kind of this stigma or assumption in the industry in terms of human design that it's the non sacral beings that burn out, you know, the generators and the manifesting generators like, you know, we're fucking good. We've got this sacral energy, but that's not the case. And so I would really love if you can share this because you've like, you know, you went through the pandemic, you've had a divorce, you've left the country, you've started a business, you've dismantled a business. Like, I know that this is a really big part of your journey. And I would love for you to share more of that. Cause I know that that's something you're really navigating right now. Yeah. You know, I think that one thing that I've been very aware around 
is that I have a really forceful engine. And that engine is like a wildfire pretty much all the time. And so when you have a lot of energy, right? Like naturally I have a lot of energy and I have a lot of drive. And that drive has been fueling my ambition, fueling my success. And of course, historically speaking, I have been able to accomplish things in my life that some people work a lifetime for to get to. And so if you will, for my mind, that way of operating has always worked. If I hustle, like if I put in like, if if I'm like putting my mind onto something, I'm like a animal on a hunt. It's like, I'm getting it. And like, there's nothing stopping me. But the problem with that type of approach is that as I have gotten older and as I've gotten wiser and as I've experienced myself in, in the motion of moving at this speed is that I just can't sustain it. Meaning that I tend to overload myself with so many different things that I get to the point where I'm like, oh my God, like it, it's actually too much now. Like this is is not what I wanted because now I don't have time to go to the beach or I don't have time to play or I don't have time to do things that I really want to do. Like there has been this real like awakening journey, if you will, around the beauty of the simplicity of life, the beauty around having hours and hours in the morning where I don't have to do anything and I can just sit and be in peace and like, you know, maybe create for my own purpose of creation, like not for the business, but for myself, um, time to go and dance, like have coffees in the middle of the day with a friend because I can, you know, like surf at a much higher level. And so, and that has been a fuel to my creativity. And so what happens is when I go at this like speed, like basically it's like, if I move at a hundred percent of my capacity, I move so fast that if I don't slow myself down, I get to the point where literally physically I can't keep up. And when that clicks in, my creativity dies. And my creativity fuels my business success. So if I can't be creative, it's a problem. And then I bring so much of my creativity into my work with my clients. So it's a problem because I'm faced with doing work. And now I'm sitting there and I'm literally like, can't. It's like, you know, push, pull, push, pull, push, pull. And so this has been my journey and I've been noticing this with other people and I've been told often, well, you're many Jen, you know, so just let yourself go, but it hasn't been beneficial to me. And so a really huge thing somebody said to me, um, it was actually about a year ago, I was in Costa Rica, I was in Ozara and I had a, a psychic astrology reading. And she said to me, <laughs> she said to me, she's like, look, you might think that you're a superhero in terms of the energy you have. And you kind of are. Like, one, you don't understand, like, you have a ridiculous amount of energy in your, like, even in my astrology chart, or a whole other thing. She's like, you can move at a speed most people can't even fathom that it's possible. But she's like, all this energy, you don't need to give all this energy to everyone. As like, how about you give 60% or 50% and you take the rest and you just redirect it towards yourself and towards your life and towards nurturing you so you can just keep showing up at your highest form, if you will, at your highest expression so you can really serve from a place that both serves your clients and serves yourself. <laughs> and I was like, yes. mind blown. You know, what's funny is I love hearing this because I think it also speaks to another layer of being a woman and the nourishing and the pressure that we have from society to give and give and give. And then we are, you know, reciprocated with praise and so on for, oh, you're so gracious. Oh, you work so hard. Like it's, I mean, society just even in general for any gender is very much like you work hard, you know, effort equals results. And so it's like mentally, logically, oh, if I put more effort, I will produce more results. 
And one of the things that kept dropping into my mind when you were sharing, because it's like, okay, if if you're if you're naturally pulling yourself to give a hundred percent all the time to the point of burnout where you like lose your footing and you like face plant, right? It's like, well, where like what about trust? Like, how does trust come into this for yourself and also trusting that things will come in their correct timing? And that you can scale back and relax and surrender because I feel like when we don't trust things, that's when we try to control things and we push things to try and fit them into a box. And I'm really curious what comes up for you around trust because I know that this is, I feel like any entrepreneur can relate to having trust in their life and in their business. Oh my God, like trust and faith in the unknown. And in, within myself has been a huge part of this journey. You know, I what comes up for me is that what I really learned through this experience with myself and how I operate. Like I've I've like analyzed. Like I've literally like I I want everybody to understand too. I've spent the last seven years building awareness around my patterns, around my behaviors, around how I show up, around my triggers, around traps that I step into, like, I know, (laughs) I know what I'm doing and when I'm doing it and why I'm doing it. So I, and I think this is something you can all do to like really start paying attention to what your autopilot response is to everything that you do, because it's, it's a goldmine of knowledge. Um, but this, this trust piece came in for me that I started to realize that a lot of the forcing actually was from a lack of trust and from not having something I could give my mind to put it at ease. And so it was kind of like, how can we make friends with our mind? Or some people might refer to it as, you know, your ego. Um, and, and sort of what is that connection that is more like rooted in like being able to listen to your body, being able to listen to your intuition, being able to give yourself what you need to really be able to show up and serve the way you want consistently to give to yourself and to the relationships in your life, what, you know, what you want them to do. And so for me, what I realized was that that safety piece for me is created when I can get really clear on where I'm heading and build a framework around it or a plan around it that I can sort of follow. And so most people I know or entrepreneurs I know really benefit from a good plan because it helps them take the right actions and it helps them sort of move towards a goal. But one of the things that I have found for me and that I found with clients that I'm working with that very much uh, in this pattern too and are learning to break this is that a really solid plan that focuses us also helps us slow down and because we can see the logic behind the madness we can see the you know here's where I'm focusing this day or this week or this month because it's going to get me here helps us not just stay focused but slow down and trust that we're taking the actions that are going to get us there and so this creates safety and as soon as I I found a way to have my mind believe that I'm safe because this is all it is okay like this is how like there's some complexity to this because do I know that the plan works well no I don't have a crystal ball of course I have historical knowledge I have systems I've done it I've proven it I'm helping clients do it but no like like you know, if we're really bringing it to a court of law, all sorts of things can can happen, right? But when I feel safe, when my mind sees what's happening is safe, even if it's new actions, even if it requires me to slow down, I can relax into it and I can trust in it. So it's almost more like getting buy-in creates safety and that for me creates trust. And then I can feel into that trust and really embody that certainty and embody that knowing without knowing and without needing proof or results in order to maintain in that energy. I'm really loving everything that you're sharing so much because, you know, we brought in the trust piece and it's like, some people might be thinking like, yeah, I'm going a hundred miles an hour. And then it's like, well, now you're asking me to stop. And then you, there's no trust in that. And the thing is trust isn't built overnight. 
And so I love that you're, you know, this example of having a plan that works gives you the stepping stones of how you can build the trust with yourself and slowing things down because it's like we live life as humans like we're just rushing to the end like there's so much to do and I think there's a lot of burnout in the coaching industry even in, in itself you know we look at we go from 10k months to now it's 100k months like we just 10x I watched things 10x in the last three years and it's like can you really just do the same thing you did for 10K months for 100K months? Or are we actually feeding into now needing to work faster? And then we look at the world and it's like the access that we have with technology. And now AI showed up and I, I literally saw this post on Instagram today and it was talking about, it was like, it was like, I used AI and it showed one hour, I, in one hour of AI, I found 50 hours of research, 40 hours of facts about this. And it was just like listing all the hours. And it's like in one hour of AI, I saved 60 hours of work. And it's like, holy shit. Like, how do we, how do we remember that we're, we're fucking human and we have to, we have to pull back from the technology and the force and like the pressure of the industry that we're in and other industries, obviously hospitality, we talked about that today. So I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on that because I'm listening to you and then all these other aspects are kind of coming into the conversation, I feel like. Yeah, you know, there's so much hitting us. And, you know, I think one reframe that I have had for years now and that I always bring into conversations like this is that we have been told that more equals better. But I want you to replace more equals better with more equals more. That's all. Detach the meaning from a word and it becomes just what it is. More is more. It's not better. It's not less. More is more. So it's not that the technologies that are coming in you know, like AI, like I literally just spent like an hour, like helping clients to use JetGBT to reverse engineer your brand style voice and, and, and all that. So you can give it better prompts to help you come up with content ideas and literally reduce the time it takes content and get it to convert higher. Like we can use AI to help ourselves. Right. But I think that it starts by acknowledging that more isn't equaling better. And what do you really want? You know, and this was a question that I've asked myself around this pressure in this industry. Like I have been feeling like, like I've been feeling inadequate at times. And I've been working on that because I've been like, I should be at a million dollars by now. Like, why haven't I scaled this much yet? Like, why isn't it, you know, like, and I've been like faced with this whole idea that like, clients won't hire me to help them get to their first hundred K unless I can prove that I can make a million. And, and then I was like, but this is like such a bullshit story to start with. But it came from this whole thing of like 10 K months aren't enough anymore. 10 K months are not considered a, a achievement anymore. And I had to really rein this in recently and bring it back to the most important piece, which is what do I actually want? What do I want from my life? You know, what, what's that vision? And I want to live my life. I don't want to be tied down all the time. Like I know that I will help it, many clients achieve incredible goals in their businesses. I know that it's already happening, but for me, and I literally, I shared about this. I was like, I actually like right now, I want to make 300 K through my online business and that's it. And I will make my millions in different ways. But online coaching may or may not be one of it. You know, it may naturally progress that way. But I've really have stripped away everything now. Like I've just ditched a whole bunch more of my offers. I'm super like centering in on like one thing that I do, one way that which I serve, which is so unusual for a many gen who should have a hundred different things. You know, if we're talking about the pressure of this industry, you know, and it feels liberating like it feels liberating as fuck and the thing is the more simple I make it the more it works and it's been the same with clients who've gone from 3k to like consistent 10k months in a matter of like four months not because they did more but because we focused in and stripped away all the shit and all the ideas that were just occupying space of more right 
And once you let that go, it's such a relief and you realize, you know, less is actually the pot of gold. <laughs> you know, less is still less, but I'd rather live my life fully, have space and live it while I have life. And maybe it's because I've had people around me going through things like big things and fighting for their life. Or maybe I've just like had like a big readjustment after divorce and really realizing, you know, how we spend so much time on on certain things and our career and our work isn't the only thing that defines us. And And what do I really want from my life? And what I want from my life is have a lot of space and also really become a like a embodiment of the redefinition of what success can be and show you that it can be unconventional and show you that you can not just make a hundred thousand dollars online but pay yourself a freaking hundred thousand dollars you know because that's a whole different conversation right there but I want you to do it in a way that has you live your life the way you want to so your business has got to support you and that is why I do what I do and that's why I'm continuously dealing with my own you know thought processes around like what's happening in the industry and the push and the like you got to do this and you got to do that and I'm like I don't have to and like I don't have to and it's I'm I'm not needing to let the fact that I don't even want to define me as lesser than because I don't believe in that. And so it's it's this full circle for me that I'm bringing back. And the beauty of simplicity, I'll bring it back to that you were talking about majestic and being a queen. And like for me, it's that elegance in the simplicity of things. That to me is like, that's it, you know? And and then I realized it's part of my human design gene key kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Of course. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am just I'm so illuminated by this conversation and just hearing you share. And it's really when you said more is more and you made it so simple. Less is less. More is more. You know, debt is debt. Money is money. People are people like holy shit <laughs> that water is water like I'm just like looking around my office right now a plant is a plant like just how fucking complicated have we made it you know and yeah and somehow we make that mean it's better too right yeah it's like oh look at all this work I'm doing look at all these obstacles I've overcome and it's not to shame anyone in having resilience but if we are subconsciously creating more work for ourselves, what is the purpose of that? Like, what the fuck are we trying to prove? And who are we trying to prove it to? Where are we not trusting ourselves to actually create a life that we love rather than a life that we think we should have? And it's so interesting because before I started my coaching business, like I knew I wanted to be a coach back in 2014. And this was before I even knew there was a whole shit online and all these, all this money and all the bells and whistles. It was me genuinely loving coaching. And it was like moving into that and then coming into the industry. And I remember thinking like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to start my business. This is what I want to do. But then the shoulds still came in. Okay, like you should be hitting this amount by this time. You should have this many clients. You should be this many downloads on your podcast channel, this many subscribers. And the shoulds came creeping back in. And then all of a sudden, it doesn't become a business that we love. It becomes a business that we want to fit into the industry so that we can feel like we're, we fit in with the success that is being portrayed by the industry. And so it's so interesting how much more responsible we have to be for ourselves and the decisions that we make and really looking at what our priorities are and what our commitments are. Yeah, and what do you want, right? Like, I think that's like, you know, <laughs> like, what do you want? Not what, like, and like, I you talking and I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, like, I, I feel all this so much because I've been so like 
caught up in the million dollar messaging and and you know it's like the the whole like if I can't perform at that level like if I can't do that there must be something I'm not doing right and like it did so much clutter there to work through you know because we've been so inundated with the messaging around this right like even the hundred thousand dollar months right like and like I had to really step back and be like, do I really want that? Actually, like, do I actually want that? Because I look at the, like, I look at the people who have, who are at this level of success. I look at the women that I know that have done it, that are doing it. A lot of them I have a lot of respect for, but I also see them working seven days a week. I see them all the freaking time. Like they show up meticulously. A lot of them are younger than me. (laughs) And so I'm wondering what happens when they start to approach 40 (laughs) and I will be watching them and see, you know, if that makes it makes a change because I'm sorry, but like things change, you know, you, you really change your perspective, but I feel like honoring our own truth and trusting that that's more than enough, more than enough is so big you know so for me when I had this epiphany like literally it was just a few weeks ago I was like wow that's a lot of pressure off and that pressure off also releases some of the force so there's definitely some you know integration that's happening now where I can sort of I've consistently been facing this shadow are force and forcing things and now I'm allowing things to unfold more naturally and breaking through the bias that's out there about what it should look like or what a successful six or multi six-figure coaching business even looks like like people get their knickers in a knot all the time about like having a few people in their mentorship spaces and I laugh because I'm like y'all like I make six figures and right now I have three people in my mastermind like I've already made six figures this year like it's you know September like what are you like what are you doing like I think that it can look whichever way you want it to look and and there's different ways of doing it but what do you want and then really make that your priority not what anybody else's business or life looks like but what is your truth ultimately what's your vision ultimately and then really intentionally create a roadmap for yourself that helps you accomplish that regardless of what everybody else is up to because it doesn't matter so beautiful how how much work or how much contemplating have you done with your gene keys because there's something I want to talk about that I'm looking at right now like very like brushed over like people have given me information and I've sort of dived dove in like a little bit but like I still don't like I I haven't like spent a ton of time like I know some numbers but I don't know what they what they all mean (laughs) yeah well I'm just I'm listening to this like obviously I I brought up Teresa's chart before we dove into the conversations because I wanted to look at things and just like pull I just like to pull things out in conversation when I'm doing podcast interviews and the one sphere I want to talk about is your purpose sphere and that's your unconscious earth so it's like unconsciously what grounds you in life and you have the 55th gene key in here and the 55th gene key the shadow is victimization and then we have this the gift and city of freedom and so I'm like listening to you and then the fifth line is about voice about frequency and so I'm like I've been like listening to you this whole time and it's so beautiful to see you naturally embodying your purpose like you being the example of of freedom and using your voice and declaring what is it that you want what matters more is more less is less like using the voice to create which is so beautiful because you are a manifesting generator you have that direct connection to your sacral like you're here to speak that and you know it's interesting because i know that a lot of the flavor of our conversation too is coming from the lens of you know being a victim to the pressure of the industry being a victim to the pressure of society and expectations and you know what you think you should be doing like there is a lot of that But then it's like, you're coming in here and you're like, what is it that you want, right? And the 55th as a gate is in the emotional solar plexus. And that's your feelings. Like, what do you feel that it is that you want? And declaring that and using your voice. 
So I was just like, I was like listening to you. And then I was like looking at your chart. And then I was like coming back. I was like, I really need to say this out loud because it's just so fucking cool how it comes up. And you probably didn't know much about that. The 55th in your purpose sphere. No, like I knew that there is a thing about freedom in there somewhere, but you know, I I feel like though that is like, you know, obviously we're, you know, your podcast is all about this fierce alignment. And like I have been like meticulously about doing the things that feel right, not the things that feel right in the moment, but the things that feel right long term. Like I've distinctively separated what means. I want to do this in a moment because it feels good, right? Like, you know, I know that, you know, if, if you, if I eat like a humongous burger in the moment, it makes me feel really cozy and comfortable. And then an hour later, I, I really feel like, you know, I want to go have a nap and sometimes that's cool. Um, but most of the time, you know, it really doesn't benefit me and I could just go with something else that I know helps me more, right? Like, so it's like, how can we make these choices that feel good, long-term versus the instant gratification. And I think that, you know, all that comes back to me for feeling. I mean, I'm an emotional authority. I have all sorts of different charts, like centers defined. So I'm like a triple split, I think. Anyways, I go through like crazy decision-making processes. Like it took me like a long time to figure out how to get this right. But the biggest one for me has always been like, and I would say, right, like it's just a gut feeling. But I, I feel like it's the freedom that is achieved when we take things away from everything outside of us and we truly make a choice only based on our own experience and our own choosing, like our own perspective or viewpoint. And Again, like people can't see this on my chart, but I have an open head and an open ajna too. So I am prone to have shit come in that's not mine. And then I know my line five also has me people projecting stuff on me. So it's been like a wild, wild journey. And I also have an open heart. So like, there's all sorts of things that tie into that. But, you know, without knowing all of this, I've always had this drive for like freedom and true freedom being something that's accomplished from within yourself and being able to feel free regardless of the external circumstances that you experience and I've been through a lot of hardship in my life I've been through really sad things in my life um and it's knocked me down like a lot throughout I struggled with anxiety and depression when I was growing up like I struggled with self-worth until I was like 35 so that's only a few years ago you know and it's been this journey for me to say I want this and I'm gonna do it like even you know choosing to leave a 16 year long relationship and marriage and a home and the pillar of stability that I had in place like it was a huge thing for me to pack my bags and go and ultimately end up in Tulum and then be like, hey, I'm going to stay in Tulum. And people like a lot of people have been asking me, you know, why Tulum? Like, and I mean, obviously it's a beautiful place, but honestly, it just feels right. And I can't tell you more. It just feels right. Like, and for me, it's just, it's right for me. <laughs> and that's the thing again. And some people are like, what, what are you doing? You know, like there's some judgment there too. And people don't really get it. And you don't have to get it. And that has been freeing with itself to know that like other people don't have to get it. It's not my job for you to get what I'm doing. It's my job to do what I feel is the right thing for me. And it's your job to do what you feel is the right thing for you. And to say to everyone who has something else to say about that, thanks so much for sharing your perspective. I'll, I'll you know, I appreciate you sharing your perspective. You don't have to take it on. And that within itself is so freeing too. So it all comes back to this. So, I mean, no, of course, like I'm like freedom all the way, but the freedom is created by you. I feel like that's what I want people to really take away from this. The freedom to do things the way you want them to, the freedom to live your life the way you want it to, the freedom to live where you want to, the freedom to pivot, <laughs> the way you want to, the freedom to express yourself the way you want to, 
you are the one that creates that. Nothing outside of you has anything to do with that. It's you, you just got to remember. And it does not matter what's going on right now. Like where you are right now presently is where you start. And right now is where you can change what's next. So focus on now, don't focus on next. Come back to you and put your blinders on a little bit sometimes on what's going on outside. And that's okay. And you'll get on a path. You you will in 12 months from now of doing this, you won't even you won't even believe where you are. I'm loving this conversation so much. It's so refreshing. I love how you're such a great example of someone who's really done the work you know you really trusted yourself to leave your previous version of life and create something new and you found and you created you found and you created the freedom in that I love that I specifically pointed out that gene key because I was like I'm like hearing this right now and I just need to like throw it clearly into the conversation because ultimately I mean the people listening to this channel like I know that freedom is important. Freedom in self-expression, freedom in relationships, freedom with money, freedom with time, freedom in creating the life that they love. Like people, I feel now, we're not settling as much as we did in previous decades and previous generations. And it's like, we have more resources now than we ever have in our entire existence to be successful in our own way, not in a way that we have to fit in society. And so I just love how gracious you've been with sharing your journey and your process and and just not showing up and being someone like, oh, I have all my shit together and I've achieved the months and the years of success. Like you've done it and you're still so humble and honest about what you're going through. And I just like, I just fucking love that. Like this totally just like opened my heart today to have you share. And I really want you to know that. I'm just gonna like take a moment to like appreciate you know what you said but you know authenticity and transparency are like two of my biggest values other than freedom um no surprise there um but it's also been the key to it and so to hear that and to be able to yeah touch you and like I'm gonna I like I'm getting all emotional and I think because people have been reflecting beautiful things back to me today and I feel so blessed but I really believe that we need more humbleness you know like the success is great, but what's the means to all the success? Like, I feel like this is the, where you'll really start to see, you know, beyond all the minutiae and illusions and stories. And, and it's been the greatest blessing of my life. I'm so, so happy. You. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you share this. And thank you for coming on today. And I would love if you can tell our audience where they can connect with you because this has been such a freaking great conversation and I just oh I know the hearts have been touched oh my god um yeah like one of the places I play is Instagram um you can find me there at Teresa Lambert coaching so that's a really great place um to come I hang out there all the time I love having conversations I share the real the raw and everything in between um from there you can also find all sorts of resources um, and one of the things that I want to give you as well, if you're like, you know, I really like want to succeed in my business and in my life and I'm ready for that 100K year. You know, this is one of the things that I support my clients with. I have a really beautiful resource, which is actually a, a email training with some incredible workbooks that you can dive into where you can sort of see what that path looks like and, and start working to put some of those pieces in place. It's called The Way to 100K and we'll make sure that there is a link to that. And I would love for you to have that and dive in as you prepare for an amazing year and yeah, Kayla, thank you so much for having me. You know, it's like, I love these kind of conversations because they put so much perspective around it. And they also reassure me that I'm on the right track with where I'm heading and and I can be in this lane and shine in this lane. So, you know, from from all we've spoken about, you know, I I think this is the this is the gift of owning who you really are. It can only come through if you if you dare to walk that path. Yes, I really think, you know, one of the really big themes in our conversation today 
is authenticity will trump all. Like that is, if you are being authentic in your relationships and your journey with yourself, with the people that you're helping, if you're being authentic with what you want to do with money, how can you fail? How can you possibly fail? Sure. Does being authentic mean that you might fall flat on your face sometimes, or you might get, you know, some, some backlash from people? Sure. But from that, it's like, what is it that I needed to learn so that I can continue being authentic? I really felt that in our conversation today. So I just wanted to like emphasize that. And I love how authentic you've been in this entire conversation. It's been so beautiful. Oh my God. So good. Authenticity really is the key, you know, and I think as women too, I will say this, you have many women listening to this podcast. No offense to the men out there. Okay. I, I know some very beautiful men, especially here in Tulum that have really stepped into their feminine energy, but I'm going to talk about women for a second. Realize that your authenticity, your vulnerability is so feminine and so beautiful and so soft and so graceful and you were born with it. And that is a strength that you've been given. Use it. 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 Don't be afraid to lean into that and lean into your softness. <laughs> You'd be surprised. That was so beautiful because I feel that you just shared what strength is from that 34th gene key and that majesty. It takes the strength to be authentic and to use that femininity in the way that you just shared. So brilliant. I feel like we could talk for four hours. <laughs> I know. We'll have you, we'll have to have you back on my podcast. And then you know, yes, maybe we'll do a live on this on Instagram. I feel like there's some cool collabs coming between. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you again for coming on. And I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. Make sure you jump into the show notes, grab the freebie, connect with Teresa. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you can take a moment to share a review of this podcast, it takes two seconds and this work gets out to support more people. So I want to thank everyone for listening and I'll chat with you in the next episode. Bye.